0: Are you having a midlife crisis? And what does this have to do with your coaching business? (laughs) So most of the clients that I work with are, I would say midlife, um, anywhere from 35 to 65. And I've talked quite a bit this year about the fact that I turned 40 and that it has felt like a big transition and an interesting year for me because of, I would say, having a midlife crisis, <laughs> which I don't think is the right terminology for it. I would say it's more of like a midlife reevaluation and awakening um, because I do think that most of us go through a period in our life where... It happens somewhere around midlife where we've, we've had a certain amount of experience and we come to a realization, um, usually because of some sort of life change, maybe that has happened, um, whether that's a change in a significant relationship, um, facing death, whether it's the, the death of a loved one, parents, you know, friends, um, maybe becoming a parent or having kids who are growing up and leaving the nest. Um, there's a lot of things that can happen around midlife. Um, and I think we've had a certain amount of experience i have really learned from that, that when we're looking at, hey, you know, maybe I'm like about halfway through my life. What do I want the rest to look like? What am I maybe missing? Um how am I spending my time and my energy? Is that what I want to continue to spend my time and my energy on? Am I feeling really fulfilled and like I am living a purposeful life? A lot of really big questions (laughs) that come up, right? Um, And so – this has been a big part of what I've been going through this year. And I would say the last couple of years a little bit, but this year it like really hit me. And I was also just recently speaking to another client who was going to want to focus on helping her clients through this midlife transition as well. And so it's something I want to talk about because when I started thinking about it, is like almost all of my clients are, I would say, midlife. And it's a huge time of personal growth, reevaluation, and it's why a lot of people decide to start a business um because they want to be doing something that is very purposeful and meaningful in their life. And they want to make sure that they are making an impact in the world in some way in the way that they're meant to. Um, and so, Some people, it's maybe they've been a stay-at-home mom and they're deciding like, hey, I want to start a business. A lot of people I work with have been doing another career. A lot of people are health practitioners who've been working and are looking and are thinking, hey, I'm not really working with people in the way I want to, not really doing the work maybe I'm really meant to be doing, um, or have some other career that they've been doing that just isn't super fulfilling for them. And they're wanting to make that pivot. Um, And so I want to, I've just kind of been reflecting on this and I wanted to share a little bit with you because I think you may find it helpful. So <laughs> um, I think we go through three different phases in life and there'll be maybe more after that. This is just based on my reflection and experience. So we have the growing up phase, which is probably through like maybe mid twenties, like when we maybe have kind of finished our education. It might be later than that, depending on how far you do school. Um, and are looking at like, then adulting is what I would call the next phase adulting, like becoming an adult. Like usually this has to do with finding a relationship and maybe buying a house and having a career and, you know, having kids potentially like what whatever, like we think our adulting life should be like being responsible for finances, right. And paying bills and like, you know, all that stuff. And then I think we go through a phase then where we get to midlife and we, instead of just kind of going through the motions, we look at living life intentionally how do I live life intentionally? Like I've, I've kind of just gone through and like figured things out and, you know, we're we're doing the things. And now it's, I get to a point where it's like, hmm, like how do I spend the rest of my life really being intentional with it and making intentional decisions and showing up in the way that I want to show up? Um, And so I was thinking about like kind of how to explain this, how I feel like I've been experiencing it. (laughs) Um, So I was kind of thinking of it as like, we have this, let's say our backyard, and there's a bunch of skeletons that are buried back there. And these skeletons aren't necessarily like our baggage, which might be like, you know, past relationships or, you know, past careers or whatever it is. It's more of our, let's say, coping mechanism our habits that have helped us, get through life to this point and what happens is those things start poking up out of the ground and we're, we're kind of seeing them and we're becoming aware of them and we get to decide what we want to do with them. Okay. Uh, so the, the coping mechanisms, bad habits are things that, are usually a result of like past trauma, right? Whether that is growing up, whether it was being an adult, um, and really, like I said, like coping mechanisms that we've developed along the way to help us get through life and do the things. And so some of those things may be like people-pleasing, hiding, perfecting, settling, pretending, conforming um, habits that may be like addictions, things that are helping soothe us, um, ways that we're avoiding, facing things, procrastinating, overthinking, all these things, right? Like these are all things that we do in our life that aren't necessarily going to help us become our best version of ourselves and live our best life, but they have allowed us to get through life and do the things that we've had to be doing. And so they're good in that way and they were serving us, but they are not going to serve us if we want to become our best version of ourself and live our best life, including doing the work that we are really meant to do in the world and making the biggest impact that we can make on the world, okay? And so we have these skeletons and they're buried in our backyard and they're starting to like pop up, <laughs> pop up and poke you. Maybe they're like poking you in the foot when you go and you're walking around in the backyard and you're like, oh gosh, that, that like, do I want to face that? And so for me, that's kind of what it's felt like in the past couple of years where it's just kind of like poking me and I'm like, Ooh, yeah, that. And then this year it really felt like maybe it's like a hand coming up out of the ground and grabbing my foot and holding me there and saying like, Hey, you got to address this stuff. Like it was kind of like hitting me in the face And so I think we have two options at that point when we kind of get to this midlife point and these things are like kind of being thrown in our face. And our option is to dig up all these skeletons and we can decide to dig a deeper hole and bury them deeper and just keep doing what we've always been doing and keep showing up how we've always been showing up and just continue to live the rest of our life that way. And, that may be fine for some people and that may be what they decide to do. But otherwise what we have to do is we have to dig these things up and we have to look at them and we have to deal with them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so this is the option that I've chose, which has made it an interesting year. And what a lot of people do if they decide like, Hey, I, I, I want to actually become my best version of myself and I want to live my best life here on out, right? We have to actually dig those things up and deal with them, which is challenging and confronting. So let me see what I wanted to say around this here. So if we dig those things up, the skeletons, um, we can decide to, let's say, like transform them into wisdom, Okay. And how we do this is by seeing it, understanding it, thinking it because it has been serving us and acknowledging that we no longer want it or need it because we have different ways to get through those things that at one time, like we didn't have different, like ways to get through, like, we don't maybe need that coping mechanism because instead, like, let's say I can feel my feelings or I can decide not to be a people pleaser. I can decide to look at the situation and actually do what I want to do and what's going to serve me. Right. So maybe in the past, like we, we needed those because we didn't have a better way of dealing, but now we need to look at like, do I want to keep doing that? Is it serving me? right? And so we can thank it. We can acknowledge like, Hey, I don't need to keep doing this anymore. I can choose to show up differently. I can choose to let go of perfecting because I'm not so scared of maybe getting criticism or making a mistake, right? Like we can start choosing to do differently. And there's a lot of wisdom that comes in that when we decide to start choosing differently. And that wisdom ultimately helps us help other people. Okay. Okay. And so then we choose to act differently, right? Instead of going back into the habit of like, oh, I feel overwhelmed with something. I'm always going to go back to, I'm going to go and eat something, emotionally eat, overeat, whatever it is. Um, I can feel these feelings. I can feel maybe the discomfort and I can take action anyways. So we need to start choosing differently and acting differently And then embodying the wisdom that comes with that, which makes us a better coach, helps us help other people, and helps us take action towards the things that we actually really want in our life and being very intentional about it. Okay? And then we are embodying that wisdom and being an example to other people as far as what is possible and how to show up in the same way. How to show up as you know, working towards being your best self and creating your best life right? And this is a never ending ongoing process. You never get there. um, But we do get, I think, different times in our life where we get to really choose intentionally like what direction we're going to go. And midlife is a big time to do that. So when it comes to your business specifically... Um, once again, it's, it's really about deciding that we want to step into doing really purposeful work that we want to do something that is very meaningful, us meaningful to us. We want to use our gifts, our skills, our talents in a way, and our wisdom, because a lot of us have a lot of wisdom that we've learned through our past experiences. If you're being called to coaching, I'm guessing this is a big, thing for you, right? And so we want to use that wisdom and that experience to help other people. And this is a huge part of what we can show up and do. And I think that through starting and building a business, it is a huge part of our personal growth journey where we are able to, let's say, dig up a lot of these skeletons, it really forces us to do it and to face them and to move forward. So when you're doing this in your business, the process of starting and growing a business, you have to face a lot of things that you maybe wouldn't otherwise have to face Um, because there is a lot around getting vulnerable and putting yourself out there and getting visible. Um, And we maybe wouldn't have to do that in different areas of our life, as much as we do in our business. So, it's a huge personal growth opportunity um, to face a lot of these things that kind of pop up in midlife, anyways, that will make your life much better moving forward. So, a huge opportunity. And then, I think for those of us who are in midlife, it's very important for us to show up authentically in our business. And to do things in a way that feels aligned because we are better aware of who we are at this point and what we want. And so I think a lot of us maybe are looking at how other people are doing business, um, and thinking that we have to do it like them when it isn't the best fit for us. So I want you to know that you can show up authentically and you can do things in a way that feels very aligned and an integrity for you. Um, because I think that is an important piece to keep in mind and something that once you get into midlife, you're like, I'm not going to pretend to be someone like I have a better idea of who I am at this point. Once again, that part's a never-ending journey too, but um, we want to show up as ourselves. Like there's no more pretending, like we're done with that, right? Um, and then honoring your time and energy, I think is very important too. Like, I think that's a huge thing that I've really been looking at this year. Like, how do I honor my time and energy? How do I really spend it in a way that is meaningful to me? And that um feels good and aligned. So just some thoughts on, <laughs> on midlife and that transition and starting a business or growing a business during that time and how that reflects and shows up in all the different areas of our life. Um, but I'd love to hear from you. Is this resonating? Do you consider yourself in midlife? Have you thought, hey, I'm going through my midlife crisis or transition, and that's a huge part of me wanting to start this business or build this business or maybe transition in my business. Um, let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear from you. And I want to thank you so much for joining me. I love sharing all this information with you guys. And if you're interested, if what I was saying was resonating with you and you're you're interested in getting support with your business, I will link a bit of information. You can, you can explore that. And I want to thank you for joining me and I will see you next time.